JoeVertigan.com, episode number three uh, with Roger Van Dalwick. It's brought to you by Munster Service Center of Green Bay. Um, something that occurred in the early 70s at WIR in Kokona, which I didn't realize about until I started watching YouTube videos years ago. Uh, the famed daredevil Evil Knievel made an appearance at WIR in Kokona. It was 1973, uh, and Roger, you were there in the thick of it. Talk about how Evil Knievel came to Kokona. What was he like? And, and take us through the steps on on his performance there. I mean, what kind of feet did he even command back then? Do you remember? Oh, <laughs> that's kind of a different story. The feet, that was worked out between my dad and Evil Knievel himself. My dad wanted to, he always thought big. And Evil Knievel was the biggest thing in stunt guys. And he said, right. I want a big stunt at Kokona. Right. So... He called Evil Knievel up, and they talked about it. Well, Evil Knievel likes to go hunting. He's a big hunter, just like my dad. Sure. So my dad says, would you be interested in coming up here in October and stay for a month? I'll take you duck hunting or whatever. That's a prime duck hunting time, and, and we'll do a jump here, and then go down to my drag strip, Union Grove, and do a jump there the following weekend. Sure. And then I'll give you a percentage of the gates and whatever, and we'll work it out from there. Nice. So they worked it out that way. Well... Evil Knievel comes up here, and he's got his big hauler. I, back in 73, I guess you could call it a big hauler. Right, yep, For a yep. motorcycle in his living quarters. Yeah. And he had a, a Cadillac station wagon, which there was, there was no such thing as a Cadillac station wagon. He had it built. Right. But he had that along with him, too. So that's his personal vehicle. Well, Appleton Harley-Davidson gave him a street Harley to use to go right around and Kind of promote the event. He sure. was here for a couple of weeks before the event. Yeah. And so he'd ride around and go in local bars and just walk in and start talking about the jumping end. People would realize that's actually Evil Knievel. Oh, he's, wow. He's <laughs> in the local bars. And, and, and he liked, and Evil wasn't afraid to have a beer or two, was he? No. no. I mean, <laughs> right. he was he, yeah. just like you and I. I mean, he, right. he'd jump on a bike and go for a ride. He's out <laughs> at, in Freedom and like out at Little Chicago, Patty and Bob's Little Chicago Bar. Can you imagine that nowadays with social media, how many selfies they'd be oh, taking? <laughs> yeah, the guy had never survived in, in today's deal. No, right. Matter of fact, his his leathers were ripped, and Patty Ellenberg, she was, uh, her and Bob owned Patty and Bob's Bar. That's the one on the corner right there at a racetrack. Right. And she had to sew up his leather pants for him. No kidding. But, uh, she's passed away and all, but... Every time we talk, she'd always remember that she had to sew Evil Knievel's pants. So, <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what he did is, uh, Dad came up and he said, well, we're going to run uh, the wing modifieds. These are alcohol-burning modifieds um, on a half mile. And we're going to run a Saturday show and a Sunday show, and then Evil Knievel will jump both days. So he set the ramp up on the front stretch at a quarter mile, and they ran their race, and his rig is parked outside, so I'd... I go out and get him and say, okay, they're about ready to drop the checkered flag on the feature. Are you ready to go, you will? Yeah, one minute. And he'd finish his little drink of beer and, and whatever. And, <laughs> Some liquid courage, huh? Yeah, well, and I don't blame him. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he always, uh, carried, he always had a can he'd use. But that can, if you twist the top off, it was really a long flask. <laughs> so he liked a little bit of that stuff also. Oh, sure. But he came in and uh, he went and did his wheelies and did all that stuff and got off the bike and then he tells the crowd, he tells the kids, stay away from drugs and alcohol and do not smoke, and which he 
smoked cigarettes yeah. and he drank beer and yeah. alcohol. But that's all part of the show. Oh, exactly. So he does his stuff and uh, makes his jump. Saturday he made the jump. Uh, it was perfect. How many cars did he jump? Do you remember? I believe at the time it was like 16 cars. The video, um, by the way, the video is on YouTube. Yes, it I, is. The, it is. And that's yeah. when I saw it. I was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah. Matter of fact, my dad parked his station wagon as one of the last cars where the landing ramp started. <laughs> no kidding. And just because he wanted to do that. If he's going to miss, he's going to hit my car. He says, that'll be worth some money someday. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's crazy. But uh, <clears throat> so he did that. Uh, Sunday when he jumped, he did miss. Um, he overshot the landing ramp a little bit, landed on his back and... But they stood him up, and he did another interview, and he just had to adjust a few of uh, the plates and whatever. I mean, he didn't hurt himself that bad. Yeah. But getting back into the duck hunting, uh, they were here for basically three weeks, just about a month. Right. And then he brought his wife, Linda, and his son, Robbie, up. Okay. And Dad would take them duck hunting. <clears throat> well, Dad went over to Dave's sports shop and bought Robbie a shotgun that would fit him because he was a younger kid at the time. Yeah. And the gun that my dad had for him was too big for him to shoot, so he went and got him a different gun. Oh, they're out in Shyokton at the Black Slough, and they're out there duck hunting. Well, Evil Knievel's wife, Linda, could shoot doubles. She was a really good shot. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And Robbie, he'd knock a few ducks down, and Evil, my dad got mad at him. He said, you can't hit a barn door. He'd shoot at everything and couldn't hit nothing. He'd just get too excited and unload the gun. Yeah. And until Dad showed him, you know, you're trying to shoot blue-winged seal that are flying 55 miles an hour, you yeah. do have to lead them yes. or you're not going to hit them. Right. <laughs> so, wow. But once he got used to it, and then, you know, he loved my dad's dogs. He says, these dogs can retrieve. They listen so good. He said, I'm going to buy your dog. My dad said, no, you're not. <laughs> so, and that went on and on. So my dad had a dog trained over in Random Lake where he got his dogs from. Yeah. And had it shipped out to Evil. And, yeah, Evil loved hunting. And uh, he called Any me. idea what he might have wanted to charge your dad to even bring him here? I mean, what would it have costed back then? I, well, any, any ballpark figure and all? Looking back, I think that the tickets for that show were like five bucks. So I'm, I'm thinking back But it was then, a full racing program, too. It was though, a full right? racing yeah. program, too. So, I mean, back in the 70s, I'd say probably about twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000. And in 1973, that's a lot of money. Oh, and, heck yeah. Yeah, it is. But know, was it, at the end of the day, did, did your dad, was it a profitable venture to bring Evil in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was at both <clears> tracks because he had a sellout down at Great Lakes Dragway, too. No, your dad didn't have a stake in Union Grove then at the time, too, did he? Yes. Or no? Oh, that's right, he did. He did. It was Vans Great Lakes Dragway at the oh, time. Oh, that's right. Now, was Ron, at that time, was Ron Leak still part of the team there? Yeah. Or no, he yep. was. Okay. Ron Leak was announcing down at Great Lakes Dragway. Okay, sure. See, after he stepped out here, um, he went down to Great Lakes Dragway, and he was announcing there for all the big events. And then he got involved and bought uh, Byron Dragway, which is near Rockford. Right. So that's where Ron Leak went. <clears throat> right. So, so now, was Evil pretty good with the fans about signing autographs and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, he, he was good with talking with the fans, and when the fans were would come down to the pits afterwards, he stayed by the ramp area. He had security around him, but then he set up a table. So Kind of like could, another guy we know by the name of Dick Trickle, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he stuck around. So, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, really quite the deal. It was really nice to meet Evil and... Um, he was building a new house out where he, well, he's passed away now, but uh, in Butte, 
And, uh, oh, Butte, Montana. Yep, yep, that's his hometown. Yeah, he was building a new home, and it was gigantic. I think he had like, I'm going to guess, between six or ten bathrooms in this thing. Wow. And here the fall after he was here, I got married in February. Then the following Christmas time, it's my first Christmas with the wife, and he called me on Christmas Eve. He says, I need you to go uh, over to Kohler. He says, I got a truck over there, and... Uh, it's loaded. I can't get anybody to drive it out here. He says, I'll pay you. Drive it out here. I got to have all my. He bought all of his plumbing fixtures from Kohler. Really? And I said, Evil, I said, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy your Christmas. He says, but just go get the truck tomorrow, Christmas <clears throat> Day. And I says, I can't do it. Right. Well, what do you mean you can't? I'll pay you good. I says, I can't do it. I says, I, you know, I got married. My, my first, I says, we got our family deals and all that. I says, I just can't do it. I says, he wow. said, well, I'll find somebody else. And he said, I just thought I'd give you a try. No kidding. So, but, you know, that's, he was kind of, um, when he wanted something done, it got done right away. Right. You he know, didn't that, mess around, No, huh? he didn't, no. Wow. And uh, a couple of years ago, we're down in Florida. We're on a golf course. And a guy that I met that we joined up with him golfing, and he pointed out, he mm -hmm. says, you see that house right there? It's on the 18th hole. Mm -hmm. You see up? And the yard is parked full of Harley Davidson trailers. Sure. In the garage, there's like 10 doors and then the house. <clears throat> yeah. He says, that's Evil Knievel's house. Oh, no kidding. His son, Robbie Knievel, lives there now. No kidding. And I said, okay. Uh, and I looked, and I said, there's Robbie right there. And there's a, a guy who used to be a kid, long hair, long gray hair, on a zero turn, going about 30 miles an hour back and forth as fast <laughs> as he could go, cutting the grass. Yeah. And, I said, and then I got to tell him about the story about evil. So oh, no kidding. It all goes around and around and wow. around. Wow. We'll wrap. Yeah. That, that's great stuff. Evil Knievel story. That'll wrap up episode number three. We'll be back with a new one next week. Right. Stand by.